0: Celebrating everyone who never gives up, who puts forth effort, who gets out of bed, who keeps trying, who doesn't give up hope. You all, I'm, I'm feeling a, uh, you know, you know we give out participation trophies, right, in kids' sports. If you've had a kid in sports recently, in the last decade or two, you know, you know this phenomenon, and we make fun of it a lot, and, and I do too. And in this episode, I'll have to share. I'll have to share an embarrassing story about the time I did not pay for one of my kids to get a trophy and how that went wrong. But anyway, um, I'm just feeling a ton of gratitude and a need in this episode just to celebrate effort, celebrate people who don't give up, who have things going on in their lives that nobody knows about, that are pushing through and dealing with challenges and, and, and just are struggling. But find the willpower find the determination find the hope and uh, and keep pushing i want to celebrate you and tell you why i'm thinking about you in this episode leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe i'm russ hill i help build leaders and this is the culture hacks podcast Welcome into this episode. I'm Russ Hill. You can find out more about me at russhill.me, or better yet, connect with me on LinkedIn. I've been making some noise on LinkedIn and generating. Man, I got I got quite the debate going. People telling me uh, at last week or two weeks ago, or whenever this thing goes out, I made a post about um, offices being adult day adult daycare centers and. Um, you should, read, if you haven't looked at that post, you should look at the comments, man. Some people really took me to task, and I think they had good points. And, and I just loved the debate. That's, I, I, I don't, I, yeah. So I think social media is great for a conversation, not like political debates. Screw that, because um, people just yell at each other and tell each other they're wrong. But this was pr- people providing insight and different perspectives that I, I found super valuable. Anyway, let me, let me tell you what, um, what I'm thinking about and, um, and forgive me for being a little introspective or, um, what do you call it when you're kind of in the mood of looking back or reflecting, or I can't think of the word starts with an M you're thinking about it and yelling it out to me and I can't hear you. (laughs) Um, not melancholy, but anyway, whatever. Um, I, I just, there have been times you all, and I'm a very optimistic, I'm an energetic person. I, I, I don't believe in being a victim. I believe in pushing through. But there have been moments of my life and I'm sure I've had far fewer than you because I'm sure my struggles have been so much easier than what so many of you have gone through or are going through right now. But there have been times when it has taken every single bit and ounce of energy I have or that I could find or hope to find to get out of bed to stay at work, to try to focus and get something done. Have you all experienced this? Like, I'm sure you have. And we just don't talk about it a lot because it's embarrassing or it's, we, we think it's a sign of weakness to acknowledge it. And yet it is, um, it's a reality, isn't it? I mean, there's just been different instances in my life and I won't bore you with the details, but different times when I've just felt like, I don't know, like I I remember one, you know, I've told the story about the uh, briefly, uh, I wrote about it in uh, in Decide to Lead and I've talked about it in a podcast before. And uh, when I felt, you know, we moved to Phoenix and I took over this turnaround project of these different media properties. And I don't remember how many months in, I, I wanna say three, four months in. I came in like bullish, like, man, I can conquer the world. The, the people who were running this place before were losers. They clearly didn't know what they were doing. I'm a genius. I'm gonna come in, turn this thing around. We're gonna be, we're gonna be getting crazy ratings and trophies from the media industry, and my name's gonna be, you know, in a marquee in like four months. Yeah, not even sorta. So, like three months in, I realized, or I had the thought. And I had never, ever, ever experienced this thought before you all. I had the thought, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I'm smart enough. I don't know if I've got enough energy. I, I, no one in my life felt, everyone in my life was disappointed. Everybody. People at work like, man, why aren't we succeeding yet? Why don't we have the ratings? Hey, you were supposed to be all this, you know, the 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 knight in shining armor riding in on the horse coming over the the hill in the distance to save us and you got you got nothing man you're like you haven't done jack we still suck you know and and so people at work were disappointed and then at home we we had just had our our third child so we had a baby I moved my family to Phoenix it was hotter than freaking Haiti. And, um, and I don't know how hot Haiti is, but it must be hot because this is hotter. And, and we had paid, you know, this was in the, in the housing um, boom, and which we're in again, but that one was different, I guess. And we paid way too much for our house. Like, like, how in the world are we ever going to afford that mortgage? And we tried to make a smart decision. And my kids, my oldest was five at the time, and he was he was sad. Um, because his, we left his friends behind. My wife didn't have any friends. We didn't know anybody at church. We were it, it, like, all, so my wife was disappointed. My kids were disappointed. My, my um, employer was disappointed. I can't, oh, and then I got a phone call in the middle of that. My wife got a phone call from somebody, a parent at church, cause I had just been asked to lead what we call the young men's organization. So the teenage boys kind of their, their church group, right in our, in our church. So I'm leading that and, and one of the moms calls my wife and like lets her have it, tells her what a loser her husband is. And I'm sure I'm exaggerating this bit about that phone call, but all all I know that isn't exaggerated is it made my wife feel really bad. And so this, this parent called and and, and no judgment on them. I think, in fact, I think they were totally accurate because I was a loser and I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing to help those teenage boys. And, and so every single place in my life, I felt like I wasn't measuring up and, and the reality was I wasn't giving anybody a hundred percent. I was giving everybody like 30, and I was sinking, and it was at that time when I, I, I started having sleepless nights, and I had never experienced that. Like I was the heaviest sleeper waking up in a sweat, and it wasn't because of the, the Arizona heat. We had the air conditioner on, but I I was just so nervous, and I was trying to hide the nervousness because I didn't need my wife who – you know, with a crying baby in the middle of the night to be stressed about, oh, crap, Russ thinks he might not cut it. And so we've got no job security. He may be unemployed in a few weeks and we just bought this house and yada, yada, yada. You get the idea, right? You all have been through this, right? And, and worse, I'm sure. Way worse. And it just took everything I had to go to work and to push through and to to be positive and to not be bitter And so I just want to, sometimes I don't think we celebrate effort enough. We don't, do you know how hard it is to bring home a paycheck? Do you know how hard it is to make a living and support a family? Do you know how hard it is to be an adult and, and discover all your weaknesses? And for those who love you most and know you most to point out and, and be disappointed that you aren't better or stronger or greater or nicer or whatever (laughs) in those areas and nothing wrong with them. I'm not, I'm not bagging on anybody. It's just, that's, that's the human journey, right? I'm convinced that's the purpose of life. We won't get into a spiritual conversation, but I am convinced that these things that, that go on, I mean, the life has too many phases that just keep grow, that, that keep causing growth that I go, okay, this has to be by design. Like This is the master course. Like nobody could design a course that produces more growth, more opportunity, more learning, more humility, refines you better. Like if you had to write a course, you had to figure out, oh, well, oh, and then we'll do this and then we'll and then we'll give them a spouse or a partner. And then we'll let that honeymoon period in, and then we'll inject children, and then we'll have them blow out their diapers, and then we'll have them get sick, and then we'll have mental illness in there, and then we're going to have fluctuations in the economy, and then there's going to be like physical Mother Earth storms, and then there's going to be political strife, and then we'll put a pandemic in there, and then we'll, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, whoa! Whoa! And, um, and, and, and when you, and so I just, I, I'm being facetious and rhetorical and asking, do you know what it's like? Cause I know that you all know what those things are like. And I just want to, I don't think we have enough cheerleaders in our lives and we have too many critics. And I, I try really hard. I'm not good at it, but I try really hard. I want to be a cheerleader. I want to tell people more people more often what they're doing that's appreciated. And um, just a couple of experiences and then I'll wrap this thing up. Um, And again, my main point of this episode is just to try to make you feel good, to be one voice. Uh, Maybe there've been numerous voices in your life today or this week that have praised you and saluted you for the effort you're putting in. But if not, um, and even, even if there are, I wanna be another one. Because I know how hard that is sometimes when there's challenges at home or challenges in the extended family or health issues or work's not going the way you want it to or there's drama or conflict at work or you're worried about being fired or you can't come up with the right solution or that person's disappointed with you or whatever it might be, um, and then you just find that that you just find that effort somewhere in you to keep going. And I want to salute everybody who does that, who doesn't give up, who doesn't um, blame others, who doesn't become bitter, who doesn't give into all those pressures and surrender. Uh, I just want to salute you and and want you to know how awesome you are for doing that. So to, well, let me just share one uh, due to time. Um, And did I tell, have I told this story in the podcast? Maybe I have. I don't, I don't think I have, but if I have, uh, most of you probably haven't heard it because we've got so many new listeners over the last however many months. Um, so in the, we've got the Grand Canyon here in our state, right? And so we do, we did, uh, we did the rim to rim our church. Speaking of church youth group, our, this is like four years ago, three years ago, um, the seniors in high school in our congregation, what we call a ward. In the church that I go to, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we, we, the seniors in high school went and the, their kind of super activity we call it, like a a big activity for them that pushes them, was hiking rim to rim. So you start on the north rim of the Grand Canyon, you hike down the north rim, you hike across the Grand Canyon, a section of it, uh, over the Colorado River, and then you hike up the uh, the the south rim. It's um it's like 23 miles the path we did. It's an elevation change of, gosh, I, I, I'm going to mess it up. I have to look at my notes, but um, I, w- I want to say like, I mean, it's thousands of feet right down and then up. And uh, it took us 10 and a half hours, which we were pretty proud of. That was pretty good time. But the story I want to I want to I, I want to share with you is, um, you know, uh, we had this whole big group and you, we started actually it was like in November or October. I, can, I think November we started and we were actually we started in snow on the north rim of the Grand Canyon in the pine trees. And then by the time we got to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, it was summer hot. I mean, like 90 degrees. And then you hike out in the desert um, of the south rim, which is very, very, very warm. And you're going up 4,000 feet uh, on the climb out. And it's just switchbacks for four miles. It's like getting on the Stairmaster and and like setting it for for three hours. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's it. Um, and, and then, and then having the sun beat down on you and dust and dirt. Right. So it was wonderful. (laughs) I highly recommend it. No, it's awesome. And, uh, and so we were doing it. And as, as the church group was going out, people spread out right over 10 hours. And some people did like 16 hours or I don't know what the, what the last person's time was. And some people did it shorter than us, like in a little under 10 hours or or maybe even, I don't remember all the times. But so you spread out kind of based on how much you've been training and your age and your physical ability and your mental stamina. And so these little groups kind of form two people here, three people there, a husband and wife, a dad and son, um, a couple of friends, some teenagers that run track or way ahead, right? And uh, people spread out. So our son, we were doing with our, our oldest son, who by the way comes home in a few weeks at the time I'm recording this after two years. And don't get me started on that because I'll get really, really emotional. Um, But I'm sure I'll talk about that in the weeks to come. Um, So we're doing this with our son at the uh, halfway through his senior year. And he takes off, right? Like he's way off with his because he's doing cross country and track and and all that. So he's, he's way ahead. And plus he, there are girls that he thinks are cool on the trip. So he's trying to socialize and flirt and be with them and whatever else. And so my wife and I are staying together and going about the same pace. Actually, I'm sure my wife was going, well, actually she was going much slower than she could to, to keep me company. And then we'd catch up with other people, walk with them for a mile or two, move ahead or behind to the next group. Anyway, My wife on the way out wanted to beat some uh, some group so she could see them on the switchbacks up ahead. And she's like, come on, Russ, we got to pick it up a little bit. And um, and I I, we got to get to the top to the rent out of the out of the Grand Canyon before they do. And so we're moving and we pass them and we're feeling real good about it. And we're you know, we're further ahead and we're going and going and going. And then we run into our son, Tyler. And we find him in the most surprising place on the, sitting on the side of the trail, picture switchbacks going up the steep, steep wall of the South rim of the Grand Canyon. And he's on the side of the tra- trail, sitting like on a boulder with his head in his hands, looking depleted. And we're shocked because last time we saw him, he's like booking it, like skipping, you know, running. And he's by himself and we we're like, Tyler, what's going on? And he can't, he can't really talk. He has no energy left and he starts crying and Tyler's a strong kid. He's not emotional that often, but he's just emotional and depleted. And he just, he just says, I, I, I like, I don't know what happened, but I, I can't like, I've got no energy and his friends kept going. Right. And they, they took care of him. They were good. And he told him to move on. But, um, but so but he's embarrassed by that or I think disappointed more than embarrassed. He doesn't really care about that. But and and so we sit down with him, we give him water and 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 we discover like he hadn't been eating. Like you got to fuel a certain way. Right. And you got to have the right fuel going down the the North Rim. And then at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, you're hydrating a ton. You're doing all this stuff with your body to get you ready for the climb out when your body is going to be demanding every bit of of hydration, every bit of of nutrition i'm not smart enough or athletic enough to know all the terms but it's the body's demanding all of that and tyler's got nothing his body has no, it, it can't find any of that because he didn't drink enough and he didn't eat anything on the way down or very little and so we start just hydrating him but he can't really drink because he wants to throw up right you, you you've seen someone or been in the situation right and so we take our time and we slow down and these groups that we had passed pass us and suddenly it wasn't about winning the race. It wasn't about getting ahead of other people. It was about just continuing to move. We gotta get out of here. We can't stay here. And so it wasn't it wasn't about all of our concerns, all of our hype, all of our energy around how fast we were moving or who we were beating or all of that went away. And all that mattered was how do we help How do we help Tyler, one of our kids, keep moving forward? How do we give him hope? How do we get him hydrated and healthy? How do we, and and there was zero chance we were going to leave his side. And so it was a few steps, literally, sit down, hydrate some more, like 10 steps, sit down, eat a few bites of this, five steps, do that. And then slowly but surely, over the next—I don't know if it was like an hour, hour and a half, what it was—we start getting a little bit move, more movement from Tyler, a little bit more movement, and we get to the top. And in in Tyler's application to the university he'll be attending after he gets home from his mission, they ask some essay questions, and one of the essays was something around, you know, toughest experience or experience that taught you the most. And Tyler wrote about that. And he wrote about what he learned about his parents and about others and about the value of being there to help others keep moving forward when they feel like they've got no strength and no energy and no ability and nothing left in the tank. And they're disappointed in themselves. They're, they, you know, and so I'll just leave it that you can take away the lessons. I'm sure you've had experiences like that. And so for us, that Grand Canyon rim to rim became a sacred experience, a special one for us that we will never forget. And those are the sorts of experiences I think are so critical to provide for our kids, to teach them that that's who we wanna be as parents. We're not perfect, we're not, we've got so many flaws, we do so many things wrong, we've made so many mistakes, we're not who we wanna be. But we will be by your side and we'll keep cheering you on and, and we just we all want to be surrounded by people like that in our lives, right? And and we need to we need to be those kinds of people. So I um that's what's on my mind, um, for some reason today. And I hope it brought some value to you. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you're staying strong during this whole delta um what what do they call it? Delta variant, this this kind of mutation of the COVID-19 that at the time I'm recording this is spreading and causing concern. Some people don't care about it. No big deal. But others are really worried about it. And I respect everyone no matter their view. I don't try to convince anyone to view this thing the way I do. But I I hope you're healthy in the middle of all of this. And uh, I hope you're doing well. And I am so grateful for you listening and for you never giving up on hope. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to RussHill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at RussHill, my name, .me. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. RussHill.me.